Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us for part two of the Mormon Manson family. We love creating this podcast. So if you wouldn't mind rating, reviewing, and subscribing to us wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, we would be forever grateful. Thank you. We love you. recording that's right we're recording my name is vanya and i'm the rom i am avrin and i'm the crime and this is rom crime that's <laughs> oh, right this is our true crime comedy podcast yes ma'am that has um, what romantic um faithfulness romantic faithfulness just because why not the only way you could get through the rest of this story is with some serious Faith. You have to be faithful to the ones you to you blind exactly. that you blindly follow for this exactly. shit to be real. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. Cults, man. Yeah. So welcome back, everybody. Yes. Hey, it's another week. It's another day. It's another dollar. It's another coffee. Tea. Oh, you're drinking, <laughs> drinking tea. Oh my hot god. Tea. Good for you. I should be drinking hot I, tea. I don't know why it just sounded it felt right. I'm drinking like coffee with. Uh, it's instant coffee. Ooh. I know. I don't think I've ever had instant <laughs> it's, coffee. It's actually not bad. I had it at a friend's house. It was from Trader Joe's, so it felt like less Sure. Crappy. I love all things Trader Joe's. Me so. too. Sorry. That's, um, yeah. No, me too. And But it was good. I was like, oh, this is not bad. And sometimes you, <clears throat> excuse me, don't want to make a whole pot of coffee, so no, I'm drinking absolutely. instant. Well, I love it. That's, <laughs> I really at first loved those whole, like, the Keurig pods, even yeah. though now I hate them because I know that they're terrible for the right, environment right. and, like, just really, really bad. But the idea of being able to make a single cup of coffee yes. like that was so lovely. I was like, but that's I mean, so seriously. convenient. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'll drink a whole pot of coffee if it's in front of me, but I shouldn't. Yeah, I know. I so know. that's why I kind of moved over to the iced coffee, like the cold yeah. brew that you just keep in your fridge. And yeah. You can just pour out a glass. That's true. Yeah. But today My I husband likes that. 
That's yeah, I know. Is it cold out? I haven't been out yet. It's not cold out okay. actually. It's really really nice outside. Great. But well, hey. I woke up being like, hot tea sounds perfect. <laughs> just perfect. I love it. All right, so we'll do. I think a real quick recap. Yes, I think that's a good case, idea. Just in case you're jumping into part two without listening to part one, um, yes. we are going to finish uh, covering. Irville, which is, you know, evil with R jammed in there for rapist. Rape. Yeah. Um, and his cult, the Children of the Lamb of God, that was do, uh, deemed the Mormon Manson family back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. So basically what we covered, basically, <laughs> out of my system, shaking it up. Uh, what we covered last week was the rise of Irville LeBaron, who broke from his brother's church after he decided he was, in fact, the true prophet, the one mighty and strong that was meant to lead this church when they refused to accept that he started his own church which is really a cult called the children of the lamb of god and proceeded to spend the next i don't know 10 15 years Mm. offing anybody that didn't follow them or didn't follow him wouldn't tithe to the church basically blood atonement which is this concept of you can save the heathens of your religion, the the traitors, the right. bad men who won't give you money, Irville, yeah. by um, spilling their blood. So Silly, silly, silly So dork. several people in his cult were killed and killed people for him. Yeah, and remember, he killed his own daughter. Killed his own daughter. Two of his wives went on trial for murdering for him. And yeah. then as we ended last week's episode, it was 1980 when they caught, or no, 1979 when they caught Irville hiding in the mountains of South Mexico City. He was extradited back to the U.S. And in 1980, after several of his ex-now cult members testified against him, Uh, He was convicted and sentenced to life in prison. Right. So. In an American prison, not in the Mexican one where he only spent one one day. day. Yeah, that's his own. And the crazy thing about all, you know, him like avoiding the law, evading the law, Mm -hmm. he, it only fueled his followers. Ooh, this is, it fueled his followers fire for the Fury, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so they were like, he must be because he keeps getting out of it. getting away with it. Yeah. And, uh, Alluding, I think you're right. Alluding, he was elusive. Be, yeah, he was elusive. Oh. Irvel, maybe yeah. that should be the name of. This but you know, episode. he would just like get money and pay pay judges off and things like yes. that. Yes, so. and he was also stark raving, batshit crazy. God works in mysterious ways, Indeed y'all. He do <laughs> or she do. Yeah, there you go. So after um, he was sentenced to life in prison, Irvel's desire for vengeance, while uh, like did not yes, go down. Wayne, if anything, right. it. Through the roof. Yeah. Stark raving mad. Now trapped in a cage, basically. Yeah. Oof. Think like a tiger in a zoo, like yeah. stalking back and forth. Or a lion. I, Whatever. I bet they both would do the, it. You know, the stalking caged animals. Yes. Think that. Yeah. So while he's behind bars, Irville writes a 500-page manifesto, right. which is called The Book of the New Covenant. Right. He's got time to sit down and just really just pour really his little soul out. His right, little murderous right, soul right out. Yes. So <laughs> it's basically... A complete shambles of like religious bar- yeah. gobbledygook. Like yeah. you can't really make all that much sense of it. But hidden within all those mad ramblings of his magnus opus, I wrote, <laughs> um, like it. was a hit list with the names of at least 50 people that Ervil said needed to be blood atoned. Yeah. And he somehow managed, because he's Ervil, right. to distribute like something like 20 copies of this manifesto. Uh, Two members of his cult that were on the outside. Wow. So I now. I wonder how he did that. I don't know. Um, 
That's and like when they came to visit or something? Probably. And he was just like, here's this recipe I wrote. Yeah. It's 500 pages long. Yeah. Why don't you make copies? And they were like, thanks, Irville. Yeah. Copies. Making copies is the worst. Yeah. So anyway, so now that manifesto is in the hands of his followers. And yeah. there is a lot of people that are scared. Oh, Remember yeah. how I said in 1980, a bunch of ex-cult members testified against him? Yeah. Well, you can bet your butt. Even his, his own son. Yeah, you can bet your booty. All those names were... In on this, that list, yeah. In this hit list. So, in August of 1981, I don't know how, since he seemed so calm. Yeah. Irvel dies in prison right. of a heart attack. Right. Apparently, uh, apparently the guard was like, uh, you know, walked by and he's doing push-ups by his bed or whatever. Mm. They're like, all right, cool. And then the next time the guard walks by, he's like laying there. He's dead. Yeah. Of a heart attack. 56. It's not, that's not no. that old. I mean, I'm sure it's really stressful being the leader of a cult. I'm sure it is. You know? It's a lot of stress yeah. on the heart. Yeah. yeah. And but you know what? I was just thinking about not. I don't want to. But like his family, they basically were raised in poverty. All they ate were tortillas and beans. And like, right. but meanwhile, he's stealing all the. So all of the people of the covenant or the what are the children of the lamb children, of, or the church of the lamb of God? Yeah, all of those people were working in whatever stores he had or the fields or whatever. Right. And apparently in, in cults, that's, that helps them like sort of get strong, like the leader get a stronger grasp on them when they're doing, you know, anyways. But just eating, like barely having yeah. like protein deficient, just like. Very poor while he always had nice yeah. cars and was able to fly around and hide from the police. Yeah. yeah. So what a dick. Have that heart attack, you jerk. So yes. And in an ironic <laughs> twist of fate, I don't know if y'all remember Verlin. So I do. His younger, brother. his younger brother that was yes. a, like chosen the leader of the firstborn church after yeah. his brother Joel was murdered by Earl. Earl. So this is a crazy ironic twist. Like hours after Ervil yeah. died of a heart attack, Verlin was killed in a car crash. Crazy. Crazy. And, and their followers think that Irvil came from the heaven of a <laughs> from God. Dead. Or, you know, like, like from a, he died. The kingdom and of then God. From the kingdom of heaven. heaven. He smote Verlin. Is that the right word? Yes. You smote. I smite you. Smite I smote Verlin. you. But to this day, the family of Verlin really does not know whether or not it was just a, an unfortunate accident, which is, I think, what it was ruled. Right. Or if somehow it had yeah. been orchestrated or... It was some kind of afterlife thing in Rebubber. Ew. Which is just, let's not say it was that. No. Because then that would mean Ervil was maybe right about his crazy Ew. shit. Oh my God. What if Ervil's cult was the one that was right? They were right. They Everybody were like, else is wrong. Everyone, the Buddhists just... are wrong. The Catholics are wrong. The Mormons are wrong. Yeah. But they're close, but they're wrong. Yeah. That's funny. So, you would think now <laughs> that Ervil's dead. And many people did at first. Like those people that testified against him, those church leaders that realized that he was not fucking around when he said, pay me or I'll kill you yeah. after he killed two church leaders. Right. Um, they feel a little bit relieved, relieved, yeah. relaxed, like ding dong, the witch is dead, yeah. you know, yay. Yeah. But they should not have felt right. that way, you guys, because the amount of people that die posthumously. Yeah. Because I mean, he's got he's got hit, um, he's got his followers out there who will try to carry out that. They will. List. So they've got that manifesto I mentioned yeah. with a, names. So I'm just going to kind of take you guys through this hit list. Yeah. And the people that Irvel somehow managed to off 
from the grave. Right. Oh, my gosh. So on June 21st, 1983, Irville's son Isaac, who did testify against him in court, died in a suspicious suicide yeah. while staying with cult member relatives in Houston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but he was probably killed. Yeah. The suicide is definitely in quotes here. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So in the fall of 1983, again, so Irville died in 81. In the fall of 83, Irville's wife Lorna had plans to defect from the cult, but they were cut short when the mother of eight was strangled and buried in a shallow grave in Mexico, but her body has never been recovered. On December 28th, 1983, Irville's oldest son, Arturo. Oh, right. He was the one that was boosted up to the... Yeah, he took over. He took over, right? Mm -hmm. And he was referred to as both Arthur and Arturo, Uh but I like Arturo better. He was gunned down in Mexico by a man named Leo Ivoniuk, who was his personal rival who believed that he was meant to take over for Irville. So he's gunned down, and um, Arturo's gunned down by Leo. After Arturo died, then another LeBaron kid named Heber... Oh, yeah, Heber. Who was another young son, became the leader. And Heber, they say, really like looked a lot like Irville. He oh, was like yeah. super tall, hyper masculine, but was also cuckoo bananas. So Great. really resembled his daddy. <laughs> and his first move was to purge um, all of the, lo- the traitors who were living in Los Molinos who had aligned themselves with Leo Ivoniak, who had shot Arturo. Oh, wow. So in the early months of 1984, he, um, Heber, I believe, Shot um, a man named uh, Gamaliel Rios in the face with a 45 automatic. Ow. His uh, body was buried in the desert and never recovered. Oh. A lot of these bodies, y'all, are never recovered. Um, Yolanda Rios, Irville's 12th wife, was strangled to death in May of 1984 and buried outside of Dallas. In May tw- on May 21st, 1987, Leo Ivaniuk, so the one that murdered Arturo, yeah. was murdered near Santa Cruz, California, and the only thing found of his remains were his dentures lying in a puddle of blood. Eek. What? On October 16th, 1987, Dan Jordan was shot in the head while on a hunting trip in the Manti LaSalle National Forest in Utah with his family and some of the LeBaron kids, and his murder has never been solved. Now, I just want to do a quick sidebar. Yeah. Dan Jordan... Yeah. Was the like lieutenant that was sent and shot and killed Joel LeBaron. Oh, so right. the very first murder committed for Irville was, was committed by Dan Jordan, who then in 1987 was shot in the head while on a camping trip with his family and a couple of the LeBaron kids. And no one ever figured out what happened. <laughs> I didn't mean to like make that. No, sound but that's, it's so... just so intensely crazy. But so like... basically... These people were members. These are most, yeah. for the most part, these are all members You'd of their own point, cult. Everybody would be like, oh, "Let's just let's all just shake hands and be like, this is that was let's crazy, walk away. right? Let's, let's agree be done. that like we all made mistakes. Yeah, and let's, let's <laughs> yeah. turn a new page. Not so much. So now we're going to come to June twenty seventh, nineteen eighty eight, which is probably the cult's most well known oh, murders. Okay, so. There were 15 long paragraphs in the Book of the New Covenants Mm. that raged against Mark Chenoweth, Dwayne Chenoweth, and Ed Marston, demanding that they be slain as traitors. Uh. Also quick, before we get into this murder, I don't know if you remember the names of Dwayne Chenoweth and Ed Marston, but those are the two boys that drove Rebecca LeBaron, his daughter, to the airport and strangled her pregnant self and dumped her body. And did you know that it took 20 minutes to strangle her? I know. That's just 
Because they didn't really know what they were doing. And also, how was that blood atonement? What blood was spilled? Exactly. Well, that's exactly what I think. That's just some sick fucks. Yeah. But anyway, so those two guys who carried out that murder are now big time on this list. Okay. And at 4 p.m. on the afternoon of June 27th, 1988, hundreds of miles apart, three simultaneous murders took place within minutes of each other. Whoa. And the reason for it, it was 4 p.m. And they say that the reason that 4 p.m. was the time they were shooting for, literally shooting for, <laughs> was because that is um, said to be the time of day it was when Joseph Smith was executed. Oh. It was 4 p.m. I thought it maybe something to do with 4.20, like smoke oh, a dude, kill I mean, some money. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, it, at 4 o'clock in Houston, Dwayne Chenoweth was gunned down when he drove to pick up a used washer at a private home. And this was kind of the setup that was done because they all worked in auto repair. Those were right. the shops that yeah. the cult had kind of started to finally make some money. Yeah, yeah. And they basically set it up so that Dwayne Chenoweth was called to pick up a used washer at a private home. And um, let's see, Eddie Marston was also called to pick up an appliance. And then Mark Chenoweth was in his office. But they were all setups. Yeah. So at around 4 p.m. when they would arrive, or in the case of... Mark, the killer, arrived at his office. Right. They was they were ambushed. And the sad thing is, is that for Dwayne, he had taken his eight-year-old daughter, <gasps> Jennifer, with him oh. on that ride out to pick up the washing machine. And because she was a witness... They killed her. They killed her, too. Oh, my God. So there were four people murdered. Did all these guys have multiple wives, too? I think they did at some point. They don't mention... I didn't do any research on yeah, what they were up to at that time but mm. i mean they were all former members of this oh, cult right they had carried out murders for Irville. yeah and i'm assuming all the reason why all these people that were members of his cult are on his hit list is because they're all the reasons he ended up getting into life jail. in jail yeah. because yeah. they testified against him and they ratted on him yeah so that's pretty much like kind of the end of the major spree like i said that's like when the height of oh my god these these people are still out there yeah um and then they offed all three of those guys at four o'clock on june 27th and uh one by one the police actually start to figure it out because it's all in texas even though they're hundreds of miles apart yeah the uh shooters were all wearing the same outfit like the same suit all driving the same style of car and mm. they all use the same type of murder weapon. And they did that hoping that would mess with the police. But instead, the police were like, cool, Linked that's easy together. to focus in on. <laughs> so one by one, the um, assassins were caught, caged, and ca hauled into court. So now let's talk a little bit about the people that carried this shit out. Yeah. So in May of 1993, Heber LeBaron, Patricia LeBaron, and Douglas Lee Barlow. So those are obviously, Heber is his son. I think Patricia is either a daughter and or just another wife of one yeah. of the many LeBarons. Yeah. They were all sentenced to uh, life in prison with no possibility for parole in their parts of, uh, of the four o'clock murders. Gotcha. Richard LeBaron, who was only 17, and he's the one that shot Dwayne and his eight-year-old daughter. Ugh. But he was only 17 at the time, so he was sentenced to five years in prison. That's interesting, because, I mean... You do the same crime, and you're, you're a 17? year from an adult? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was coerced, or they kind of I sensed. mean, I guess I could... I mean, it was definitely yeah. brainwashed. Yeah. So Cynthia LeBaron was granted immunity when she agreed to testify against her half-siblings. So these are all his kids. 
She's t- she agreed to testify against them oh. to kind of cooperate their involvement and was granted immunity for doing so. So then in 97, Aaron LeBaron, who was another son of Ervil, he was sentenced to 45 years in prison for racketeering, racketeering conspiracy, and conspiracy to violate the civil rights of victims. So they had gotten kind of into some shady dealings. Really? The Wait, remind me Coleman what racketeering is. Is that like money laundering and stuff like that? I or? think so. And I know there was like guns, oh, like gun yeah. running and all that stuff. Um, and then Jacqueline LeBaron, who uh, police say helped orchestrate the four o'clock murders and helped the other people carry out that hit list of Irvils. Yeah. Well, she's still at large, y'all. Oh. She is presumed to be living somewhere in Mexico or Belgium. Ooh. Wow. And That's also I read in other places that Aaron, who was sentenced to 45 years, he didn't serve that much time or yeah. he somehow escaped when he was like out on bond or bail. And oh. so that both of them are actually at large. So Aaron and Jackie LeBaron, two yeah. of Irville's children slash very faithful cult members right. were never caught or they were, but they were never captured yeah. and so, arrested and they're at large. And are there still names on that list or? Well, I mean, sh- that was definitely not 50 people. I just went right, through. You're right, so there, right. there have got to be names on that list still. And it's interesting, depending on where you are looking when researching this, some people think that they are still in danger. Like I mentioned, two of his kids still remain at large, and that doesn't even account for maybe other unknown active cult members. So certain people yeah. are still in hiding. I believe a couple of Irville's wives, like Rena, mm. who wrote a book, oh, yes. who murdered uh, Rulin Allred and got away with it. Yeah, She was young. Right. And then um, his two kids that are at large, I think Verlin's widow is still in hiding. But then other people say that like the, it's completely disbanded. There is no, nothing to fear from this cult. It doesn't exist. There right. are no active members. In fact, Anna LeBaron, who was one of Ervil's youngest daughters, she wrote a book called The Polygamous Daughter, a memoir. That's right. And she's the one that says, nobody's out there. Nobody's out there still trying to off people on this list. So I guess you can decide, listeners, what yeah. you think. I have kind of a weird yeah Avern has like a conspiracy, conspiracy theory I kind of you. wonder if it's not just a conspiracy though I'm or excited maybe it's but um so Vanya do you remember back in 2019 when it was all over the news there was a Mormon family traveling in Mexico northern Mexico uh-huh. um and they were ambushed and it left six children and three uh, mothers dead and several other people survived all women and children in this caravan wow and people thought or people said it was the drug cartel yeah. and it was a case of mistaken identity and that the cartel thought this was something else but that's crazy i did some research and several people that were in this caravan uh-huh. were you know it's a small uh, there's a lot of LeBarons out there right, that were not sure. necessarily like directly connected to this but there were several family members of the LeBarons that were in this caravan and they were all driving to a wedding in Colonial LeBaron. No way. So my conspiracy theory, they they say it was drug cartel. It definitely could have been because as we mentioned, they got into like gun running, I guess at some point and they were pretty mob, like mafia like. So they might have been butting heads with the cartel as well this whole time. I guess. But my conspiracy is that what if that was another act? Yeah. Because it's like committed by remaining cult members. Yeah. 
Because I feel like I know, I mean, trust me, I'm sure drug cartel people are awful, but like maybe they wouldn't murder children and women and children right away. Well, I think they would. Do you think they would? I, okay. think, I mean, I think that it's, that's why I'm calling it a conspiracy theory. I just yeah. thought it was interesting that in recent news, I remembered yeah. while I was researching this, I remembered that sad, sad story about that uh, Mormon family yeah. that was, you know, kind of lived on that border area of, oh, yeah. I think it was Sedona maybe, or... I don't know. Starts with an S. And they were just driving to a wedding. I feel like the drug cartel aren't n- so north. <laughs> I mean, I, I act like I know what the hell I'm talking about. Who but knows? But anyway, yeah. my theory is that um, Jacqueline and Aaron LeBaron, who remain at large, maybe are like or- revamping their cult. And they're still going after all those firstborners who they consider traitors to their father, Erbil. Oh my gosh. Because basically anybody who is in the firstborn the Church of the Firstborn of the Fullness of Time, Joel yeah. Baron's Church, anyone who was a member would be considered a traitor and needed right. blood atonement. Wild. Okay, so... So that's my conspiracy I think theory. I think that if theory... If anybody knows more information yeah. to totally tell me to shut up and then I'm... Or call the police if you or do. Or call the police. <laughs> no, that is... That's... You know what, though? What if? You, I mean... Crazier shit has happened in this story, so... Like they off it people makes sense. in all kinds of ways. Yeah. And so to make it look like a cartel hit... I think that makes sense Possible? to me. Possible. Yep. So that's my... Um, that's a great theory. That's so theory. I have a question, though. Okay, just to talk a little bit about, like, the many wives and things like that. Do they marry... Did, did, were they all married, like, legally? No, right? Or did they just... Well... Because I know were, it's illegal, but, like... They were married legally in the eyes of their church. Okay. And they lived in Mexico... Right. ...specifically because the Mexican government doesn't really interfere mm. with that kind of stuff, whereas the U.S. government... Right was all up in but i'm just saying like legally like what if i had you know what if somebody had three wives in their house their wives like but not legal wives i mean that could be right with their own kids it just has to be if they're legally married and in the u.s you cannot legally be married to more than one person at a time right but you could have you could have as many wives as you want to call your wife yeah exactly i mean i could just start calling everyone i meet my wife, yeah. you know, and then when I was looking up, cause I'm kind of obsessed with, um, you know, I mentioned in the first, uh, uh, episode that I'm like, like the show big love and all these things. And mm-hmm. when I, when I look up polygamy now or plural marriage, it's all, um, people in Af- like, uh, there's a couple, I don't know if it's churches or whatever, but there's people in Africa who are do it and they're like, we're so happy. Oh, and there's some famous couple or not couple. Uh, it'd be like the husband and four, ladies or so in Israel or something like that. Right. And they're like, I mean, it certainly exists and like plural mm-hmm. or relationships that, you know, you've heard of like a throuple, right? Yeah. Or that, is, that exists in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. It's just probably not legally. Right. No, totally. I mean, I can't help but feel cringy about it. Uh, but you know what? That's just my own, the way I was as sort of like As long as everybody is consenting adults, yeah, I'm fine with but it. But it, as long it as never not, seems to be that way to No, me. it's not. And that's why people have issues with polygamy. Yeah. Because if it was on the up and up, and it was all, you know, yeah. people over the age of 25 who made the choice themselves, not 13 and 14-year-old girls yeah, being exactly. given away by their parents exactly. to these cult leaders, basically, yeah. and married I'm, off. Exactly. And I mean, I'm not saying every single person who is in a polygamous relationship is a cult leader and the male is not a dominating asshole, which could, you know, maybe there's some really loving uh, I mean, Bill Paxton-like. Maybe big love was real, too. I don't know. I hope so. But my whole thing was like, why? <laughs> it was like this week while we in between episodes, I was like, I am going to research 
far and wide and try and find like a a woman where she takes on multiple husbands cult. Like that's what yeah, I just want it. That cult? I want it so hard. So it's called polyandry. Well, okay. the the act of taking more than one husband. Okay. Um, so polygamy is the act of more than one wife, or um, polygamy is just multiple people po- in a marriage. Uh, multiple in a marriage. Okay. I think polygyny, polygyny, or so. Anyways, okay. but polyan poly. poly- Polyandry. Polyandry. Thank you. <laughs> um, is with the, a woman taking more than one husband. Anyways, as I research, 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 research. Oh my god! Did the only find? place I could find no cults, but where where this has existed is in um, <clears throat> Nepal and also in uh, in China and p- certain parts of China. And it's like mostly to do with like um, you know ecological. Uh, not ecological. It, it, anyways, I'll just read this. Fraternal polyandry is pr- a practice among Tibetans in Nepal, parts of China, and parts of northern India, in which two or more brothers are married to the same wife, with the wife having equal sexual access to them. It is associated with par- partible paternity, the cultural belief that a child can now have more than one father. And <clears throat> it's believed to be more likely in societies with scarce environmental uh, resources. Got it. And it is believed to limit human population growth and enhance child survival. So it is very rare. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's, it still doesn't sit right with me because I feel like... The girl gets still gets... She still is just like, oh, I have to just marry brothers. Yeah, gross. Like, And it's because there's a scarce amount of women. Yeah. That's pretty much what that sounded like it to is. me. That is like, it. Because it's not I am fun or sexy. high demand... I have to marry these brothers instead of just picking maybe the one I like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah it just annoyed me. I was like, that is not what I wanted to hear. Damn yeah. it. You're like, where is the cult? I the know. The crazy woman that has yes. 55 husbands yeah. and then somehow made them bear children. I need to write that movie. Yeah, you do. I'm writing that movie, guys. And yeah. it's going to be salacious and sexual. Salacious. And she's going to be, um, you know, she's going to make them do things. That are just horrible. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I love men. Also, I don't know why it's I'm so like. Interesting <laughs> that, I mean, I, we know that for as far back as for the most part, pa- a patriarchal society is just mm-hmm. the norm, which is why these kinds of things are like kind of just built into the understanding of how things would work. Like, yeah. of course, it's cool when you're creating a religion that involves polygamy for a dude to do it. Right. But it's always been against the rules for a woman to take multiple husbands yeah. within the fundamentalist sects that broke from the LDS church and then before it was illegal in LDS also within that church. Yeah. And so just always get in the shaft. I know. I agree. I know. Well, you guys, if you're worried you're in a cult, are you worried you're, you're in a cult? <laughs> I'm not worried I'm, I'm in not. a cult. Maybe. But maybe, <laughs> maybe this life is a cult. But I was just thinking, you know, um, we could talk a little bit about like s- some red flags. That if oh, you, I if, like that. Yeah, that you might be in a so cult. So listen up. Folks, if you're thinking you might be in a cult, yeah, unless, unless you're happy, you, some, you know, unless yeah, live your best life. Yeah. Um, okay. So here we go. Well, I should I define what a cult is. Sure. Okay. So a cult is a social group that's defined by its religious, spiritual, or philosophical beliefs, or its common interest in a personality, object, or goal. Not too bad, right? Okay. Yeah, it sounds harmless enough. So. I mean, we know it, cults are usually so harmless. You know, so harmless. It's usually just, you know. Um, zealous. So n- one, zealous commitment to the leader. So that makes sense. Whether the cult leader is living or dead, the cult members revere him with absolute... Them, not him. It could be a woman, goddammit. Yes, it could. <laughs> with absolute devotion. Their thoughts, opinions, and belief systems are considered absolute truth, which that that's like in this religion, case. Though. 
Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But the commitment reaches beyond mere ad- admiration, you know? Oh, like just blind yeah. following. Uh-huh. They see their leaders teaching as law and refuse to accept knowledge or information from any other source. Dissent. Okay, here's another one. Dissent is discouraged, obviously. Mm-hmm. You can't leave. Like, we found that out in this story. Like, you cannot leave. They don't let you leave. No, even if you're trying to be all nice and, Mm-mm. like, reconnect with your family and you're being honest about why you're leaving. Yeah. They're like, going to kill you. Dean's Dean Bass family had a, got a car accident, right? That's why he well, was going he, back up he there. He was told that. Oh. That's, like, all. That's why I didn't mention it, actually, when oh. I told that case because it was yeah. so many different versions of it. But the long story short was he wanted to be with his wife and kids. Yeah. Whether or not he was rushing up there yeah. because they'd been in an accident, they were fine. Oh, were they? Okay, I good. don't think yeah. anything bad happened to them. No, okay. Or whether or not he was just planning on going up there. Mm-hmm. He was he was killed because he was going to leave. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Mind-altering practices are often used. I don't know if there was anything in this besides, like, you know, sexual abuse of all the women. But and mind, like, brainwashing from yeah. birth. That's true. When you build a cult of like your wives and your progeny and yeah. all they have is you and yeah. you're their entire world and That's you spend true. every day all day yelling crazy ranting sermons at there them. you go because because they talk about um it's like it could be anything from meditation to chanting even mm-hmm. speaking in tongues and stuff obviously those things don't mean it's a cult like people but speak in tongues people meditate and people chant but that's yeah put them all together you get a cult mm-hmm. um Okay, members must seek permission before engaging in certain activities. Like marriage? Yeah, well, and it almost seems like in this case, it's not even, you don't ask, you're told. Right. You know, perhaps this should go without saying, but in a non-cult situation, the person making those decisions is, well, the individual. Right, Right. so you could do whatever you want. Um, Sorry, my throat's a little... mm -mm. (laughs) So in a lot of cults, a group is elitist, you know? So it's like... This means that the group and its leader consider themselves to be the cream of the crop. You know, they aren't mere mortals. They are on a special mission. Right. So if you're involved in a group that thinks that they're better than everyone else, you <laughs> might be in a cult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Soul cycle? I'm kidding. <laughs> Some people talk about that. CrossFit? <laughs> you could be anything. And you do like movements over and over right. again. Anything that forces you to work out must yeah. be a cult. <laughs> Pure bar. We're looking at you. <laughs> I uh, no, you know, maybe that's because I just don't want to work out. I'm kidding. I really do. You know what I've been doing lately? I've been hiking and I really like it. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another little fun mm-hmm. one. The end, the ends justify the means. So basically this means that the group's mission, whatever it is, is to be held in the highest regard, higher even than the laws and mores which dictate how non-members behave. All right, so, so that totally fits in our yeah. the story we just stole. Uh, stole told. <laughs> we told this. We stole this story. We stole this story. Uh, also, strong us versus them mentality. So the group separates itself from the rest of the world, both mentally and often physically. Like in Jonestown, where he physically separated them. Oh, yeah. Wait, Jonestown is the massacre where... Wait, the Kool-Aid. Can you give a quick recap on which one that Well, Jim Jones just started a church, I believe, actually, like in San Francisco. Oh. And then he and a bunch of his followers moved to, I think it was Guyana. That guy could be completely getting it's the okay, location wrong. Me, I'm making you tell but me this. So they set up this big commune in... Um, in the middle of nowhere. I wow. think it was Guyana. And eventually word got back for that some people were saying, like, we're not allowed to leave. Yeah. We want to leave, but we can't leave. So a senator and a couple other people, like, from the U.S. government went over there to check things out. And it was a big, like, press thing, and everybody saw it. And then um, 
people came up to the senator as he was leaving and they were like, please help us, we can't get out. So oh my then God. the militia force that Jim Jones had built murdered the senator and like what? a bunch of the people that had come from the US. Wow. And then to... um, he made them all drink Kool-Aid and they all died. Fuck. That's so wild. Jim Jones is a An crazy... actual Kool-Aid? I'm pretty sure. That's so funny because that, so that's where you get the term Don't drink the, the Kool-Aid. Yeah. yeah. Um, or drinking the Kool-Aid. Drink Kool Kool yeah. yeah. That's where that comes from. Okay, well, so thank you for that little recap. If you love cults, Vanya, you should 100% I think I love cults. You I mean, I think I'm fascinated that. by right. them. But you should, that's like one of the craziest stories you'll ever really? ever read. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, here's another. The leader, so another sign that you might be in a cult. The leader is not accountable for to other authorities. Of course not. Yeah. This is a big one in this one. Um, cause he was practically, you know, telling he them God. he was God, uh -huh. the one, or he was the one mighty, mighty and, strong. and strong. He was God's prophet. Um, shame and guilt are prevalent. I wonder, I'm sure religion. that was, yeah, religion, but that was probably that too. Um, preoccupation with new members. Come here, come, oh. come on over or new wives. I don't know. Build you that group up. You might be in a cult if you just joined a class and everybody w thinks you're the coolest thing ever. Mm. Um, it commits your time, a, a requirement. You can only m socialize with other cult members. That's another. Huh. I don't know. I mean, that goes without saying in this case, but just like thinking about if it's frowned upon to like push out of your, you know, Comfort social. Them. Yeah, you whatever. can't hang out with anybody else. You're definitely in a cult. There's nothing worth pursuing except the group's goals. Hmm. That's another one. And uh, yeah. All right. Well, if any of that sounds... Careful. Familiar, you might be in a cult. <laughs> you might also just be in a really nice exercise class. It's true. Or working on like your spirituality and self improvement. Yeah, it's the beginning of the we year still, guys. No, unless I'm just, you're we gotta Irville, get back into In which case, I have much judgment reserved. I know. Him. What a jerk. Also, when did he have the time to just like have sex or and do all the gross things he was doing? I mean, you know, he f he had over fifty children. I know. Thirteen wives, over fifty kids. I mean. That's you so wouldn't even many. know you your dad. You wouldn't even know half your children. Yeah. Or like half their, your children wouldn't even know each other. It's too so many. So crazy. That's God wild. I'm going to stick with my one husband, myself. Yeah. Same Z. Yeah. Guys, thanks for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for uh, going right. with us on this two-part journey. Yeah. Of, Colts, man. Yeah. We're going to, we'll do another one in a couple, maybe. Yeah. Things. I mean, you clearly, Vanya, you're, you like your eyes sparkled you spark, a little yeah, when you, you were like, where? we're going to do a cult. I, I was know. like, Vanya likes cults. I do. Noted. Yeah. And like we said, we can twist whatever we want to do yeah. a rom-com. I'm like, there's some romance in there. There is some wives doing some shit for some husband. Yeah. So course. that's basically, I think, all we need to use it. Yeah, for sure. For and that's sure. all things. So I'm learning. Here you. And it's horrible. horrible I know. It is intense. It's upsetting. Hear you next week or talk to you next week. Yeah, talk week, to you guys. next week. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. Long cry.